0: FM to get started. All right, folks, we're going to talk to you today about Blue Apron. They are a sponsor for Marvel Movie News, and Blue Apron is delicious.
1: Yes, it is. I
0: can say without too strong a bias because I have bought it and have been sponsored by it, so I have given my good money to these lovely folk, and they send you this amazing, like, refrigerated box of science, and all the food (laughs) is, like, portioned out exactly so you can feel like a master chef without learning anything. You can, like, show off.
1: Yeah, whereas. It's like, really? You need, like, a spatula, a pan, and some olive oil. And then yeah, you're, And then you're... Sa- oh, salt and pepper. That's true. Salt that's and fair. pepper to Let's taste. be realistic. <laughs> but otherwise, than that, like, you can get your... For me, my one-woman war against salmon. You can, get, <laughs> you can get that on. Like, no problem. And in many different ways. Something I really appreciate with Blue Apron is, like, you you'd never really have the same thing twice.
0: Yeah, they change their meals up constantly. They email you what the variations are going to be, and you select your meals. So every time you dive into a box of Blue Apron, it's what you've picked, and it's always different. Um, And I love the fact that it's so sustainable. Like, they use local organic self-sustaining foods they really care about the community you can send the boxes back so you're not even like worrying about the crazy chemicals that are in that magical fridge box like these people take care of they they leave the smallest footprint possible and the meals break down to like ten dollars per person so it's not prohibitively expensive uh and through us if you go to blueapron.com marvel it's even cheaper because you get 20% off and free shipping. So it's an amazing deal.
1: uh, And if you check out this week's menu, you could get your first three meals free. Yeah, that's incredible. With free shipping. Like, so there's no reason, yeah. there's
0: literally no reason not to. Use that code, get your first three meals free, plus free shipping. And if you're just cooking for yourself, either you eat a lot or find someone to share it with. Make a friend. Go go feed the local homeless person the most delicious meal. And there's <laughs> really no losing here because it's three meals free. And if you don't like it, just cancel. If you do like it when you do like it, it's very inexpensive and it's uh, locally sourced.
1: Yeah, which is, it's all the good things. Yeah, you know, And I have tried other, uh, you know, subscription services. I tried, uh, uh, should I name them here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we well, should not I've speak ill of others. I've tried,
1: I've tried others, and I will say that the proportions, the uh, freshness, and then the recyclability of Blue Apron is what gets me back.
0: So check them out, blueapron.com slash Marvel. First three meals free and free shipping through us. Thanks, guys. Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. This is Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. We are the Marvel Movie News, and we are coming to you live from Midtown High, which was executed beautifully. Of course we are.
1: Oh my god! No, Nowhere loved else we loved Midtown from. High. It was
0: perfect. This is episode 138. We are the Merry Marvelites. We are representing You Lovelies, a show by us for you every week. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find us on YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can find us on Popcorn Talk's website. You can follow us on Twitter at MarvelNewsPTN or at the Popcorn Talk. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Show. Follow us, like us, and if you retweet us while we're live, while we're chatting, telling people to join us in the live chat, Not Doom, but Aunt Anthony in the booth will retweet you. (laughs) I got through all that so I could talk about the greatest thing to happen in my life in years. Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to have that be the end of the show. I think yes. uh, we'll do spoilers. We're going to go all the way. It's been yeah. out for almost a week.
1: But we're going to be so in-depth with it. We're just yeah. going to roll. It's going to be great. We're going to dive <laughs>
0: in hard once we get there. But for those of you that haven't seen the show, the beginning is fair game. We're going to avoid spoilers. We're going to avoid Spider-Man until like the last half of the show. So we're going to get through the news. We weren't here last week. So we got two weeks for the news. But none of it matters as much as Spider-Man Homecoming. So pardon me <laughs> if I slash we rush. I'm joined, as always by the lovely where can they find you?
1: Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Uh, Snapchat Darth Thinmints. Darth is in Vader. Uh, Thinmints is in Girl Scout cookies. I'm just realizing that I do not do the Snapchat as much as I should, but I did over Fourth of July when I shouldn't have. <laughs> so enjoy.
0: Snapchat always a good self reflection. <laughs> um, so, this week, we, like I said, we have a couple weeks worth of news. Uh, it's all very small stuff, uh, mm-hmm. especially in relation to Spider Man. Very
1: small stuff.
0: But <laughs> leading up to Comic Con, there will be a lot of cool news. And speaking of Comic Con and exclusives, we oh. have this gloriousness.
1: Look at this glorious. Okay, for our um, iTunes and podcast, they're listening people. Uh, we have here a metal miniature. It is part of 500. There's only 500 of these being made. And of course, it's Black Panther. And I'm holding it right now. Just so you know. And he's amazing. Uh, he's die cast. It's a metal miniature. And he's poised to strike. And it is absolutely fantastic. As you can see, he has, uh, yeah, it's the Black Panther costume from the movie. And he's, you're just feeling it. You feel T'Challa. You feel Black Panther. You feel the earnestness that comes with this. And this is number 99 out of the 500 and this was sent to us by uh tommy vargas of uh factory entertainment now you go to uh, factory entertainment or it's FactoryEnt.com, and you can see a number of their sdcc uh exclusives that you could purchase when you go to san diego comic-con and we will have another one of these miniatures of a completely different type that is a complete surprise from the rest of the panel because i'm not telling them but we will show that next tuesday so uh thank you for this and uh yes, this is going home with me. So we know <laughs> surprise, we surprise. know this. That
0: is the coveted yes. black Panther. So <laughs> Comic Con's coming up. Uh, we're gonna have more talks of Comic Con leading into things. Uh, we talk a little bit on it today, but we're we're gonna have more announcements as we get closer and then of course, uh, while we're down there and I'm really stoked. It actually, like stuff like this makes it feel like Comic-Con. Like Comic-Con yeah. always feels like this, like summer. So now that we have exclusives and now that we have things gearing up, it feels like it's here. We're, we're full summer.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, and special shout out to Johnny yeah. Laquasto of uh, DC Movie News that was the one that was like, hey, you you need you need this in your life, and I was like, I do need this. What is Factory Entertainment? And now I know this. Yeah, that thing So is rad. hey, that Marvel DC love here on Popcorn Talk is real. I'm
0: sharing it. Yeah. So I wanted to let Marquia open with Black Panther since I was leading the show, but since now we have <laughs> Black Panther, Deadpool two. <laughs> now Deadpool showed some really cool love to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman passed another uh, Wonder Woman tangent. Uh, Wonder Woman <laughs> passed Deadpool in the box office this week, and Ryan Reynolds shared this beautiful image of the bond between studios. We got some Marvel, Fox, Wonder Woman love. And he said, basically, you know, Deadpool's a nastier, but uh, Wonder Woman's BO is stronger, which was very cleverly phrased and enjoyed. But I, it's just, I love that he stays <laughs> in character throughout. I love that there's no animosity. I love that, like, these movies are all making all the money and these studios are just sharing in the love. So congrats to Wonder Woman and, uh... This made me laugh. (laughs) Um, Also in Deadpool 2, over the last two weeks, some news broke. The Hunt for Wilder People's... uh, the, The young lead of Hunt for Wilder People is in Deadpool 2. I'm not sure, go. like, what oh a great announcement photo. Yes. Um, I'm not sure who he's playing. Uh, Julian Dennison from Hunter Wilder People was hilarious. Yeah, he was... Uh, the,
1: the photo is, uh, he's being, he's riding piggyback on Deadpool. Yes, yeah. it's, it's
0: fantastic. That's how you announce a cast member. Yes. Like, piggyback.
1: That's how everyone should announce Every cast members. Every single
0: cable should be also have been announced. <laughs> Just Josh Brolin riding Deadpool. <laughs> Um, so I mean I loved that movie I was one of my favorites of last year it's really funny the humor is very specific and it, and the director of course is doing Thor Ragnarok which also looks weird and crazy so this announcement photo uh, was last week and going forward I think he's going to be kind of the anti-Negasonic I think oh. Negasonic was like I'm, I don't care about Deadpool like, mm-hmm. I don't want I think mm-hmm. he's going to be like the biggest Deadpool fanboy
1: he's going to so, be huge that's my it. theory but will, will he be a mutant? I don't I don't think so I think really? he's
0: just going to be I personally think he's just going to be Obsessed with Deadpool. Oh
1: my but god! I, like, I would, I would love for him to have a mutant power of something, and um, it's totally, It's a mutant power that is not great to have. Something useless, but it'd be in one case at a workout. Really, yeah. Well oh for yeah, him. The,
0: the third act where you need the one kid. Exactly. The trope. If I mean, if, if any movie can do a trope that <laughs> like eighties cliched, it's it's this one. So I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna stay with Fox. The biggest news that broke while we were gone is Fox announced six release dates over the next few years six of them now we know we have another x-men yes we know we have but deadpool 2 can't be one of these because deadpool 2 is next year these release dates are for the future so deadpool 2 is out of the running perhaps deadpool 3 uh maybe x-force but the fact they announced six marvel fox release dates going through 2021 is crazy to me like, were you expecting that? That's so much.
1: Well, it's it's interesting that they did that, like, right before Comic-Con, yeah. Why not you wait? know? I, oh, I don't know. Like, because they could have done it where, you know, there's Comic-Con, maybe do it during Comic-Con, mm-hmm. like, give us a little bit during t- Comic-Con, like, maybe three of them, and then after Comic-Con be like, oh, by the way. There's more. There's this. And maybe that announce like, what they are at comic or one maybe, or two.
0: Maybe. But They're it just
1: seems like a, you know, Christmas, there's Christmas, and yeah. then there's pre-Christmas, and then there's this is like you know is like
0: thanksgiving presents yeah
1: thanksgiving it's presents just the holidays yeah it's it's
0: weird because it is next week effectively it's two weeks mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. this uh, so the dates are june 7th 2019 november 22nd 2019 march 13th 2020 june twenty sixth, 2020 october 2nd 2020 and march 5th 2021 now that is two strong summer dates a really coveted thanksgiving date and then a couple march dates now Deadpool did really well with its February release, but it played on that, like, the marketing played with the fact that it was Valentine's Day. It played with <laughs> Very the fact, well. like, brilliantly. Those well, billboards were amazing. You know,
1: he was a pervy mannequin. You could release do. that movie, like, that he <laughs> And can the words of Jessica Jones work. on on Twitter. Yes, yes. Uh, so you can make any
0: holiday work with these characters. What are these March dates? Like, what is that October date? Like, do you think, do you think they're going to tie in what the type of the movie is to the date? Do you think these dates are telling?
1: I don't think you can, there, what is their... I don't, I know, I don't think so. Well, summer
0: blockbusters are yeah. usually going to be the bigger, the, the spectrum. Yeah,
1: but I mean, for those March dates, though. The March
0: dates, I think, are going to be the more uh, harder sells. Yeah. Like, Deadpool was an unknown quantity. We knew it was going to be bananas, but, like, studios didn't know that there was going to be a billion dollar film, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think the March dates are going to be the films that are a little bit less expensive, a little bit trickier sell, the ones they need a little more freedom and wiggle with, is right. my theory. But what are they? Like, what is Fox possibly know. doing six movies with?
1: I don't know, but I I know that it it seems like everybody's getting cast and everything Mm -hmm. like willy-nilly right now, so it's... uh, It's ramping up. Yeah, it is, it is. And you would think by this point, I mean, when we you know, rewinds mm-hmm. back when. Um, remember, like, phase two. Yeah. You know, and we would think by now, like, oh, it'd be oversaturated, you know. they're Spider-Man shows not, really feeling not it. which we'll and- get to. <laughs> We're going to get to that. And now it's just like, wow, yeah, no, there's going to be this whole different generational turn yeah it's gonna happen for everything else
0: because we're coming up on the kids that were young when the first movies came out are now adults and Mm -hmm. then the people that were like adults are like it's we're hitting that those 10 year
1: -year olds are now 20 right the generation gap
0: is happening so this next i remember when they announced like two release dates it was huge now they're six and it's that's just fox marvel that's just fantastic Four, x-men so, I mean, at least a couple of those are probably from Fantastic Four. Um, but, like, what is <laughs> has, the
1: rest? has to be before 2020. Right. So... At
0: least one of those is that maybe young Fantastic mm-hmm. Four thing that's happening. I don't know. I want to hear your guys' theories. What do you guys think these six dates are? I think at least one is X-Force. I think that might be the November one um, because...
1: That would be a strong November. Right? I'm yeah. thinking, like,
0: you go Deadpool 2, yeah. you lead into X-Force. I think that's the way to do it. You build up. It's practically the Avengers of the Fox universe. That's my theory. Uh, I want to hear what you guys think. Either way, that's a bold move by Fox, especially up for Comic Con. Ooh, someone in the live chat said Gambit. Uh, Jonathan Peck, maybe Gambit. I would, I would like that. I, I will buy a ticket. Just me. I'm going to see Gambit. Um, staying on the Fox train, uh, we lost Rosario Dawson in New Mutants.
1: Well, she was just kind of in talks with it. she it was cast. I thought she was locked. No, I, ah, I I, she I'm, pretty, after. no I'm pretty sure it was, okay. uh, you know, like a talk thing. Like, oh, it to be. Gotcha. But then maybe it is that I saw it at that point, And then I, I was kind of like, in my head, I was thinking Gina Torres. So I was like, oh, eh, yeah, I'm yeah. okay if just this doesn't happen. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's okay. You know, I kind of want her as a hellcat anyway.
0: <laughs> and I, I like Rosario <laughs> so, Dawson where she has Netflix. So, like, she's amazing where she has Netflix. Yeah. So I don't think we need...
1: uh, And she's already a movie actress and all her other stuff. She's kind of got it locked down with us for Netflix Marvel. So I don't think she needs, you know. To be the part of
0: the Fox universe as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so Alice Brega has been cast in her Mm -hmm. stead. A great actress. She, I think, will be, I mean, that character, like, Dr. Reyes, is great. Yeah. So no matter what, as long as they yeah. get the right actress, it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, it's a really strong character. I mean, uh, picture a person that wants to just be a doctor, discovers that they have mutant powers and has to deal with that, Yeah. but it's like to their detriment. They don't want this. They don't want any part of it's it. It's a fun character.
0: Yeah. If they play it right, it's going to be really important. Uh, and I really mm-hmm. hope that the X-Men movies start paying attention to like the direction they're going instead of what Dark Phoenix looks like. Speaking <laughs> of Dark Phoenix, uh, Evan Peters is confirmed to be in Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is... Somehow reuniting McAvoy, Fassbender, Peters, like, it has all of the old wave and new wave of this Fox mutant world, uh, except for the original Brian Singer X-Men, they have not been confirmed, they are not been mentioned, Famke Jensen has come out and said she'd love to play it, but I don't think he's reached out, but both waves, uh, basically X-Men First Class on are in this movie, it's big, it's crazy, but it's directed by Simon Kinberg, the guy that wrote with the uh, X-Men Forever. I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm so concerned about Dark Phoenix.
1: I you know, I'm I have hope. Mm-hmm. I have I have hope that they're gonna have the right direction with it. I feel I feel like they realize that the Dark Phoenix saga is not something to throw in as a B plot mm-hmm. with an underdeveloped character like they have been doing. Right. I feel like they realize that this is something that there is a huge market for, that we are hungering for it, that it can go as epically big or as devastatingly close to the chest small as they want it to go. so i I believe that they understand.
0: Well, it's going to space, which is good. Yeah. And that's so. telling that they're reading the comics. So
1: <laughs> uh, we
0: we know the are involved. We know yes. we have an insane budget because be the last ones keep going up. Planet
1: destroyed. Yeah. So I think universe. I think
0: if they just stick with the moon the will be involved. <laughs> yeah. Space moon craziness. Expensive. Yes. I just hope that they actually focus on the comics, focus on the core, focus on the characters. We'll see. Um, yeah. We're going on to the MCU. We have our very first picture of the Wasp, uh, thanks to advertising at D twenty three basically the last movie teased the wasp throughout the post credit scene like the wasp <laughs> was almost in ant-man so many times and i mean it's gonna be great the wasp is as important if not more important to marvel as ant-man and i think it's gonna be really exciting to see them together i'm glad it's ant-man and the wasp as a title i'm glad that to me sounds like they'll have equal footing i want the wasp i want yeah. the involvement
1: let's you know completely taking it out of the context of that she's An Avenger. Yeah.
0: uh, A founding Avenger. A
1: founding Avenger. And she just kind of was, you know. There?
0: There. Well, the the problem I had with Ant-Man, and I've mentioned on the show before, is that she was always like, I'm better at this. I need to be doing this. This is my thing. And then they'd be like, but no. And then Paul Rudd would do it. And I was like, we never had that third act moment where she was the one. Yeah. Like, I thought that was coming because they set it up so much that she'd be like the one to save the day. And then she didn't. And I was like, "Eh." so I'm hoping this movie is literally like. It's her time to show what she can do.
1: Cool. I would be on board with that. I, I was not able to finish all of Ant-Man. Sorry, Aunt Manthony and uh, anyway, <laughs> anybody else well, out the throwback there. Well, the third back doesn't have that moment you were looking for. Okay. Where know. she's just like, uh, she's sitting back and like, you know what? Pulls out a That's helmet. what it should have,
0: could have <laughs> been. You don't cast Evangeline Lilly to like sit around. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Anyway, <laughs> this one sounds
0: great. I'm excited for Ant-Man and Wasp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, speaking of the movie, Randall Park, who is everywhere nowadays, this guy's in every comedy coming out, uh, <laughs> he's in Ant-Man, which is very telling of the tone it'll be. Like the last one, it was very much a comedy. It mm-hmm. was arguably Marvel's, like, most comedic comedy. Like, it was a okay. Paul Rudd movie. Like, Ant-Man mm-hmm. felt like that genre, and adding Randall Park to the sequel makes us think that it'll very much be another comedy comedy. Um, this guy's great. He was, uh, Kim Jong-un in, uh, The Interview and then everyone wanted him and everything because he's brilliant. So I'm excited. <laughs> um, so that's exciting for where we're going with that universe. More comedy with Batman. man we've got our first look at Surtur with Funko dolls. Not Lego <laughs> this time, guys. For once, Lego no, didn't Funko. ruin everything.
1: And look at what they did. How
0: cool are these? <laughs>
1: so cool uh we we've got the skeleton going on there's the the burning fire on the skull uh and it's got all the flair that you want with Mm surter so i mean it's it's he looks fantastic next to heimdall uh and valkyrie idris elba Uh, funko man like that
0: thing is badass
1: yeah the the heimdall funko has got the eyes down pat it's
0: so intense like that thing is looking into your soul now
1: yes I'm I believe he can see
0: it. across the universe. That Funko I doll, absolutely I believe do. can see. I absolutely do. I think that... I, I have don't to turn that, them, one to that one to the wall. <laughs>
1: just, I can't <laughs> like, sleep. I'm, uh, it's like, don't look at my dreams. The gunslinger's <laughs> staring
0: into my soul. So these Funkos look great. I think uh, the, uh, Teresa Thompson's looks amazing as well. Yes. These are some of my favorite Funkos. I'm a big fan of Funkos.
1: Really good. I, I love what they're doing with the hair with these, with, uh, um, with Valkyrie and Heimdall. It's just... I, well, with with Funko Pops, well, the ones that I have, it just seems to be pretty standard with the Heron. Like with here, They're they had fun out. with it. Yeah, they branched out, they branched out, and it looks good. They did a good job with this.
0: Yeah, um, these are my favorite set, I think, and I'm probably gonna have to get them all. uh mm-hmm. in, in staying with the MCU, we're gonna move on to Captain Marvel. There's been a couple of rumors in the last two weeks since we've been here that apparently Samuel Jackson is the phrasing we've heard co-starring in Captain Marvel. Now, I don't think that phrasing is necessarily accurate. I don't think it's going to be like Captain Marvel team-up Nick Fury uh, Mm -hmm. because the scope of Captain Marvel doesn't make sense that she'd have a human tagging along. Like, I don't think it's going to be him with a bubble in space. Like, that's not (laughs) a realistic expectation. But it does mean that after basically Winter Soldier and Civil War set up the reclusion of... His character. What does mm-hmm. that mean for Nick Fury? Where's he been? What's he been doing?
1: Yeah. I love
0: that in the comics right now, anytime they need someone's help, they refer to, like, Nick Fury's past. They're like, he had this safe house. He had these LMDs. He had so all this... We have to do this, We then. have this Nick Fury the, caveat. We
1: have this blueprint that we can follow that he's Nick Fury. Mean. he, may, yeah, he Nick Yeah, exactly. Fury, the Nick Fury blueprint. <laughs> so him being
0: gone in these movies, I think, is setting up, like, Nick Fury setting up mm-hmm. his share of the universe. So him and Captain Marvel, to me, is very telling of, like, he's out of hiding. He, they needed him. So yeah. I think the scope of that...
1: Or maybe him and Captain Marvel have a history of something where he was in a position where trained her in mm-hmm. some way you know Flashbacks maybe some enough. sort of yeah flashback uh, prodigy mm-hmm. kind of an option uh, where they're training together Or he runs across her in some some other kind of military yeah. uh, she's way she's a captain it makes
0: sense exactly. they, they need that association of shield to her
1: yeah maybe she's involved in some sort of mission and then has to butt against shield and she's like what's this this yeah. is weird and he's like don't worry about it but actually you know what you're smart i'll see you later well yeah, yeah and that he maybe he's not on like shield anymore
0: so he's gonna be so, so yeah they're both on the run potentially i'm excited because i like him as dick fury so i'm excited <laughs> to have him back um we have also these two I am so intrigued. Do you know these hey. two actors?
1: I'm not familiar with their work.
0: Okay, so we have two actors that have just been cast in Black Panther, and I don't know either of, Oh, no, sorry, Luke Cage. They've just been they, cast. Luke the Cage. Luke, yeah. Luke, that is coming out soon. Um, a, a gentleman named Mustafa Shakir, who is in The Night Of, he'll be playing Bushmaster, and then Gabrielle, I don't know what she's from, but she's gorgeous, and Luke Cage is soon, like they're casting yeah. it all right now to ramp Gabrielle Dennis. Thank you very
1: much. Yeah. Um, and she's cast as Nightshade.
0: You, now these characters, I don't know them very well. Yeah. Uh, okay. I know so, Bushmaster a little from Avengers, but what are they like?
1: Yeah. Uh, so Bushmaster still depends. Okay. So they say John McIver. Okay. So with Bushmaster, it it seems like it would be the original Bushmaster, uh, where not a cool dude, not a good, dude. not the nicest guy, not a good, not a nice guy, brilliant. Not a nice guy. Uh, He's the one that's lusting after uh, Luke Cage's power. He's the one that ends up uh, kidnapping, you know, the doctor and everything to then like get the Mm -hmm. power infused with him and trying to set a trap for um, Luke Cage and ends up, let's just say, over baking himself in the same um, uh, chemical elements that. Luke Cage got his powers from. And because of that, he's steadily turning into kind of a hardened metal, mm-hmm. but that's over a progress of time. But this man is this, this would be a pretty interesting nemesis for him. Um, as far as a uh, nightshade is concerned. And I know that um, people tweeted me about that. Um, and because the nightshade we have, a, it's Tilda Johnson. So with her, Uh, We have her established in Black Panther because, remember, we have an actress that just said, um, oh, I've been holding this close to the vest all this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's good to let the secret out, where she's uh, also Tilda Johnson. I would think for MCU, they could go full Queen of the Werewolves. Uh, Tilda Johnson, she, uh, a.k.a. Nightshade, uh, she kind of started off as one of those monster of the issues for lack of a better term and it was actually with Captain America and uh, she did this little schism thing between Captain America and um, uh, Falcon Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I, I keep on I keep on wanting to say actors names yeah, as name opposed Mackie, to the actual I mean, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to the actual characters. That means they did it. Yeah, where she she turned uh she turned Falcon into a, into a werewolf and then oh, I remember him. that. That's the exactly really one. Well, no, this is like the very first one that you saw her with. Okay. Yeah, where it was like So she's a newer character. I I, I assume for, she'd been around for But like no, when I say like first, I mean like this is old school like the Captain America. The first time Hierica. he was a werewolf. Well, the first Falcon time they... was just a Falcon. werewolf again, of course, he was okay, once you go werewolf. Happened. I'm just saying,
0: he's <laughs> as Captain America, he was just a werewolf again like two years ago. Excellent, so it keeps happening, you guys.
1: Okay, but uh, with her, she's like deals with pheromones, uh, she's extremely smart, she's self taught. Um, like she has the equivalent of you know, doctorates and everything like that, but she's uh, from the streets, you know, wrong side of the tracks, had to teach herself, even tried, she has like this um. This phase where she tries to, you know, like, hey, I'm not going to be a bad guy anymore. This is not going to happen. But what are you going to do when you don't actually have a degree from, say, an Ivy League college? Right, right. You just have the equivalent How of How do you it. prove your knowledge. How yeah. do you prove your knowledge? So then she falls back into hard times again. But uh, this is a fun character. And I don't mind it being two different actresses for this character because it's, it's it can be so different. For me, TV and movies is so different. Yeah. So to have her in Luke Cage... I don't want her queen of the werewolves there. I want her, she can deal with pheromones. She can deal with you know uh, potions mm-hmm. and different chemical elements. We don't need somebody popping fur, mm-hmm. you know, and that stuff. Shows and, too uh, grounded for werewolves for for that. It was it was a little bit too grounded for what they were trying to do with Diamondbacks. Uh, yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, they didn't need so that. So they don't need werewolves. While MCU, oh werewolf all day. Show me a werewolf. I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But uh, that's fun times to have uh, both of those in for Luke Cage Season 2.
0: So they've been cast. We now have an idea of the shape of the villains. We we see where the show might be going. Obviously, really early, but casting's underway. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the Defenders universe, they announced their TV lineup at SDCC, and the Defenders are going, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going, and we'll get to see some more Inhuman stuff. Now, a lot of you guys asked what we thought of the Inhumans trailer. Um, Perhaps blissfully, it broke while we were away. Um, (laughs) It was a trailer. That featured characters vaguely resembling the Inhumans, and it was early, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep hoping. I'm gonna keep uh, I'm gonna keep hoping until it comes out. I think I'm gonna hold all judgment. Um, it was about as bland as her wig, is what I'll say about it. That Inhumans yeah. trailer wasn't for me.
1: It uh, it because you know there was that leaked trailer, and I didn't really see much of a difference from the leaked than from the official one. I know that we didn't talk about the leak trailer because, like, well, not that much went into in depth, with yeah. it, in, in depth with it. So, I mean, of. I guess I can understand what they're trying to do with it. I just don't believe in humanizing the inhumans. They're Kirby I, characters. I really don't. I believe in embracing the crazy when it mm-hmm. comes to that. I mean,. I do, I do like the nods that they do to the Kirby S characters. For instance, with you know Lockjaw, where he has a little wishbone, yeah, a little wishbone print on yeah, you know his face. Yeah, there's some cuteness. Lockjaw yeah. looks great.
0: I mean, that's the one thing I've heard from a lot of people yeah, is that yeah. Lockjaw's got the the redeeming factor of the trailer.
1: Yeah, he looks personable, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it looks like he's gonna have something to say when yeah. he's when he's in it. I didn't necessarily agree with, uh, for instance, it seemed it seemed like a plot device. For the Hawaiian police to be beating on Black Bolt, who was in a successfully. suit. Successfully. Who was in a suit, uh, successfully beating on him. Black Bolt. With, yeah. you know, with their, what are those called, billy clubs or mm-hmm. not billy clubs? But
0: yeah, effectively billy clubs. Like those. Yeah.
1: Things. To, enough to make him grunt to, 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 to
0: exhale and then like release his power. For
1: like... one of their cars. That was oh, so. Why was it one car? We years. literally, I
0: think Matt mentioned months ago. It he's would like, have what to if be that, a building. Yeah, he's like, "What if the powers are just this?" And he described that scene, and then the trailer had it. Like as a like, I just we uh, we got other good stuff to talk about, so we don't want to dwell on this too long. Um, but we'll wait till it comes out, and it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, the lighting. Itself looked like CW in like 1998. Like the, it just didn't (laughs) work for me. It
1: did look um, sci sci fi back when they did SCIFI Mm -hmm. and like they were 90s and then like an original sci fi show. It kind of looked like that for me. I I do believe that Karnak was uh, on point.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah he was awesome. They had
1: some great action going on with him. I very much believe with that. I didn't like how silent it felt that Medusa was. Yeah, I mean this she is the <laughs> this is the voice, right? Yeah, she's the mouthpiece to the the, the royals. Yes, exactly. And it just seemed very, very. She seemed super secondary, if not mm-hmm. tertiary. Right. And uh, albeit it was a trailer, but it just. That that was a little bit off to me. I mean, make her if you're going to go Game of Thrones with it, and it kind of felt like go they were going. Then through. she's then make her Cersei. Then right. make her vocal, make her powerful. You know, even in her weakness, Cersei is powerful. And I I didn't really get that with what they were going with this particular character. I will say that Maximus feels on point also.
0: It, it Maximus does, and the voice yeah. is great. It just it felt like a lot of half measures to me. It felt like a lot of like almost there. So uh, yeah. we'll see in September. Maybe maybe it's just a rough trailer. Um, we're going to stay with TV. Mm-hmm. This is exciting because we actually said this on our show in our, our Lofty Hopes. Do you remember those pictures of Lucy Liu on set? And we were like, wouldn't it be great if she was directing?
1: I said that. Yeah. I was like, wouldn't she's, that be directing. Great? she's directing. She's directing. She's the how cool is
0: that like <laughs> it's
1: fantastic because that was
0: out of nowhere just hope and yeah. like it's real. I
1: mean this freaking rock star I mean Lucy Lou, talk about bringing it mm-hmm. for like an entire career I mean you can go all the all way back to Alec McBeal yeah. you can go right now to elementary and then in between like it's it's she she's a rock star and then to have her directing the premiere
0: yeah for the premiere two, episode the premiere That's episode
1: cool. I am it's like how can this get more awesome yeah I don't know, but keep on sprinkling some awesome I on love it. Being, Smack it!
0: We've only got one director that we know, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I love that, like, last season we knew it was, like, Wu-Tang. Like, where we yeah. had Riz <laughs> directing, and now Lucy Liu. Like, there's, like, an, a great, like, celebrity director okay. It's like, that's we had like, Method
1: Man. Is like, now we got this! Yeah! So I'm
0: excited for Luke Cage. I'm really excited for that first episode. I'm really curious what her directing style is. She's been in the industry forever. I wonder how she directs. I want to see that. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really excited. So, uh, she's handling the, the like, the, the, that first episode. And then we also briefly heard about Punisher, um, um, it, it's a longish quote, but basically, we are shaping the Punisher show to be something different. He doesn't have superpowers. He doesn't have these drives that most superheroes do. So, they're describing the show as very different. We've met the Punisher in the realm of Daredevil, but we haven't had his own show yet. So, I'm I'm really curious with these quotes the directors are saying what the show looks like because mm-hmm. I, I thought he stole like season two. So, to have his own show and to have it be that dark and like everything else, I'm I'm real stoked.
1: Yeah, no, I remember Punisher. Punisher was one of Who's was one of my guys back when I was a kid. You know, mm-hmm. I got I got the original Nintendo game for yeah. that, which is ridiculous. Don't get it because it's ridiculously <laughs> hard. You can't even beat Jigsaw. It's, it's like don't even start. But yeah, because it's it's one of those anti-hero things where you kind of understand where they're coming from, mm-hmm. and you're like, you I feel get bad that you it, get it. Yeah, yeah, but not that bad. Right. Also, it's it's like. If I had the skills and the money and the guns, I'd do what you do.
0: Yeah. And so that's a great character when you feel that way. Yeah. Uh, And a full show. So it is time. Uh, We got through. (laughs) Did you
1: enjoy the news? Because now it's time for the real news. That was a
0: struggle, you guys. (laughs) Just like even reading or acknowledging or looking at the internet for the last hour was just, it was just not it. Spider-Man Homecoming came out.
1: Oh, should. Okay. When we get into spoilers. Should we open, do you
0: guys want like five, ten minutes of no spoilers?
1: Yeah. Let's do no spoilers. And then
0: we'll both wave.
1: And yes. then we'll go into spoilers. Okay, so you you know. We'll, we'll do five, ten minutes, no spoilers. So welcome, and then when, stay with us. Yeah, if when you, we get to that point.
0: You can go watch the movie and come back. If you haven't seen it, this is fine for now. Okay. It was everything they promised and more. The trailers <laughs> did not give too much away. It was, yeah. like, I mean, in my opinion, like, the childhood Spider-Man that I didn't think they'd fully embrace. Like, it was... It was an 80s... There was literally a, a Bueller... There were so many moments that were exactly the character. It was... Uh, do you remember when Wizard Magazine was out, and they used to daydream casts? And I remember once, like, people were talking about Michael J. Fox as oh. Spider-Man. This was... We got that. Like, this was Back it, to the Future. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, actually. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we got that I, classic. I totally understand what you're talking about with her. And yes, it is that sweet spot. That perfect was just...
0: saccharine sweet. It felt like eating ice cream on a hot summer day, the movie. <laughs> Like, it just felt right. So like it, it, was felt it was
1: cane sugar. It was cane sugar. Yeah, it was so like good.
0: Mexican Coke, like the Mexican Coke, where it's like real sugar and it tastes great. Yeah. That was this movie. We've had lots of Coke, but uh, but uh, not like the right flavor. Like, this movie, yeah. when I got out of it, the first thing I thought of was we've had so many movies where writers, directors, and actors have clearly read the comics. They clearly cared. They clearly invested. Yes. But it felt like someone's interpretation into a movie you know it mm-hmm. felt like they movie eyes to different medium to me this felt like what it would look like if actors were in a comic book this felt mm-hmm. like flipping through the pages of a comic meets the 90s animated series shaken and stirred with Tom Holland and boom Spider-Man like it was right and there were so many once we get into spoilers I just I'm gonna have to like talk about the stuff yeah, but the, the tone specific- is safe like yes, the tone, the is, tone safe. is
1: safe the tone and our reactions to it What fine. were
0: what was your fir- when you walked out what was your first moment of like <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh oh. The okay. The very first moment was when the oh well. That's uh oh. Uh, the, uh. Just your like t- tonality wise, like when you tonality first walked wise. out. Like tonality when- wise, I I felt and I even tweeted. it. I was like, uh, it was so awkward and joyful and honest. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that like really hit it for me because it was it was Spider Man. And it was Spider Man as a fifteen year old. And he felt as 15. we want. Yeah. And it was bumbling. Mm-hmm. But it was bumbling and and it was bumbling in a way like teenagers do, mm-hmm. where it's just like, this is my world, but he's trying to think of beyond his world, and he's trying to think of beyond his world so much, but he's also thinking adults are kind of stupid, yeah. and there's there's that thing that's running in th- through it, and then they kind of are a little bit, but not in the ways that he thought that they were.
0: Which is like a good coming-of-age movie, when you have that like moment of like, oh, I was a kid.
1: Yeah, it was just, uh and I was dumb kidding it right now, But on the
0: stakes of, like, Washington, D.C. Like, But on the scale of, like, a superhero movie.
1: Yeah, on this huge scale. And then to be able to realize that, you know, be this character that realizes that, and then also has to deal with all the other stuff that you have to as a teenager, which I feel is something that was uh, spectacularly done with this movie. Mm-hmm. He was not too cool. Yes. He was not too nerdy. Right. Uh, it was just right. He had his select group of friends, was still trying to, you know, be more. Right. Like all of us did in high school. And yet the things that were in high school, they didn't matter to him. Right. When, when it was like, oh, or this. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah, there's this. But then there's all this around me. So I, I love that dichotomy. I love that. Did And we don't. We don't really we get, don't get that. that enough. We don't get that with superheroes.
0: I feel like uh, Toby Maguire was a great Spider-Man, and I feel like Andrew Garfield had moments of being a great Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but neither was given the right arena to play with their characters. Uh, yeah. Sam Raimi certainly gave Toby a lot more, and he got much closer. That's why Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 is amazing, mm-hmm. um, but Amazing Spider-Man, that writers just didn't like play with Spider-Man right, and Andrew Garfield, as much as he loved the character, never got to fully embody it. Tom Holland was born... To be this Spider Man. Like, he, yeah. he's been a, training in ballet, in, in acrobatics, and like his whole life, and then his incredible acting. He's been killing it in acting since he was old enough. He was Billy Elliott on stage. Like, <laughs> this guy has been like honing this perfect Peter Parker, and you feel that in every frame. Like, you feel his youth, you feel his excitement, you feel his exuberance for the character, you feel his geeky earnestness. Like, yeah. you feel all these things, and it feels real. It doesn't feel like someone trying to be cool or someone trying to be dorky. It doesn't no. feel like a writer doing this. And and the thing I liked most was all the quips. Usually in Spider-Man movies like one of three lands. Like you get like <laughs> a joke or two that works. He was funny. This movie yeah. was hilarious. No, the supporting was cast was also like the best supporting cast I've seen in a superhero movie in a long time.
1: Yes. I mean, not only the cast, like the supporting cast, but also just the environment, the extras and mm-hmm. everything that they had around them. The tiger joke? It was was so funny. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you not there's
0: huh? a there's a mascot? That runs through the background of the movie like three times for ah! no reason. Never explained. There's just a tiger running around hilarious to me. It's
1: like, hey tiger. That's
0: my kind of joke when there's just hey, a tiger. tiger mascot sprinting <laughs> would never explain.
1: Man, I'd tell you then uh, have to watch that movie. Rewatchability real to, high have to rewatch it. And then uh Zendaya was just like, uh, it was it, yes, it was it was such a great supporting cast, but what I'm saying for like the world around it, that felt like real high school to me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you know whenever you see exactly it's like people were actually interacting Mm -hmm. in a way that was legitimate it felt legitimate and
0: no classmates were shaving between scenes i hate when i watch like like a cw show where it's like this 30 year old's like yep just going to science class like (laughs) these were kids and they were playing kids and and um we should go spoilers do you think because i we keep almost saying i see you like hesitate and like i feel like we don't have the full all right we're gonna do spoilers.
1: spoilers spoilers are happening
0: Spoiler yeah, it's alert. back. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler Thank you. Alert. Uh, the okay. scene, so the decathlon. Okay. Cindy. I think that's Cindy Moon like reference. Wait, really? Yeah, the girl, the Asian girl at the decathlon's name oh is Cindy. Oh my god, I uh, her. Because I saw it when
1: I was sick, so I was, very, I was very happy to be there. Right,
0: right, totally get that. Uh, yeah. Donald Glover. His character,
1: oh, yes, where where he says, "Oh yeah, I've got a nephew that lives." I don't want around those here. guns
0: in the street. It's got a nephew? I'm like what? <laughs> and did because you see the license plate,
1: was Miles? What? The license
0: plate in his car? No, what was his was license
1: plate? Was UCSO
0: one Ultimate Comic Spider Man number one? Oh, where they introduce Miles Morales? God. He's literally webbed to the introduction of the character that, that he invented.
1: Beautiful. So
0: in in real life. Donald Glover is talking to Spider-Man about a character that was invented because of Donald Glover's love of Spider-Man, while webbed to a car with the issue that he influenced, like Meta. Holy crap! That moment to me was the, worth that, everything. That
1: moment deserves
0: <laughs> full shades for Alan and that full movie. Shades, it was a lot. Full that shades. That moment was for that hot that, and bright.
1: That <laughs> that that moment was so bright. And it the number of villains,
0: the Prowler. Like yeah, he's the Prowler. Oh they mentioned that he's the Prowler.
1: Yes. I did
0: not believe they—they they,
1: like. I loved that they uh, killed. Um, uh, was it uh, Tom Hardy too? <laughs> no, Logan, <laughs> Logan Marshall Green. <laughs> Diet Venom. Diet Venom. I loved that they killed him. I loved that it was an accident. Be yeah. like, oh wait, that's not the anti-graviton gun. So no, funny. No, th- that's that one. Oh.
0: And how <laughs> would I think that the Vulture was the second best MC villain?
1: Oh, okay, okay. You know what? The vulture was so good, it made me feel bad because I might have been on his side. Right. He's right? the little
0: guy. He's the guy that's like, Tony Stark did do exactly that.
1: Yeah. And he, at least he could have done is like, I don't know, some, his, God knows he has the money. He could have mm-hmm. done some sort of, I don't know, subsidy or something to, hey, we're really apologizing. We're going to recoup all your losses. Right. And then there's this on top of it. Um, and the opening know, with
0: them made you feel for them. Those criminals didn't feel like stupid movie criminals. You're like, no. oh, these are guys down on their luck. It's like,
1: this was my dad. This happened. This was my dad trying to do the best possible thing for me mm-hmm. kind of a deal You're and like, that's that's moment what that moment when
0: you open the door like I I was oh. so in the movie I'm usually so good at predicting or, or like not even wanting to but then being like not surprised <laughs> when you I, open the door it's like, I was like
1: it's like total twist. like wait that's that this
0: what and that's what Spider-Man well, is. I, Spider-Man is him fighting against, like, his own pride, his own family, his friends, parents. Like, they oh made that Osborn-type yes. thing work without an Osborn because we've had the Green Goblin 87 times. They did that. And even the, even the fight with the glider, which <laughs> became the vulture's it, wings. It
1: looked like a nightmare. That it looked like was was a nightmare made live.
0: How many times have we seen the goblin glider trying to, like, stab Spider-Man and said they made it the vulture? Like, what a great way to use beautiful comic imagery and guys, my favorite comic <laughs> of all time, my favorite cover of all time is Amazing Spider-Man number 33. This is my, this is mine, and this is my favorite cover. This was in the movie. <laughs> How amazing, like, to see your favorite cover come to life so well, and that to be, like, the moment he's born. Yeah.
1: You're, you remember this moment where he's like, come on, Spider-Man, come on, Spider-Man. And that's when come you realize on, he's a Spider-Man. kid again.
0: Like, that moment when you're like, he's a child under yeah, rubble. he's
1: 15. And he's like the, 15 years old. The
0: side-to-side, side, like, the, the mask reflection, mm-hmm. which is in every Ditko comic ever written. <laughs> like, Ditko loves that reflection shot. Yeah. Uh, it, it was so good. Like...
1: It was so incredibly good. And
0: the Scorpion, I'm so glad I didn't know that he was in it, because that moment when they mentioned Mac Gargan for the first time, I lost my mind. <laughs> I stood up in this movie at least seven times. The poor people behind me had to deal with me being like, what? <laughs> what? What? So much. It was the anti-Age of Ultron. Because I knew nothing. I, did, I thought the trailers gave too much away, and they didn't.
1: No, no, no. In fact, if anything, you could tell that they messed with the ADR with the scene yeah. where Tony Stark is walking with him. Which I appreciate. You know, which totally appreciate. You know, in the new Avengers headquarters... And it was like, well, it was like oh, don't worry about that vulture guy. No, he was saying, hey, good job, dude. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Avengers. And
0: the only, the only thing I would have changed about the trailers was we found out that Tony saved the, the fairy. So the stakes of the fairy scene were a lot yeah. lower because it was like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, wait, no, we saw the trailer. That's yeah, the only that's, scene.
1: I agree. That could have been a thing to like, minus that and this like wait wait how did that right what what happened with that i mean he's he's you know you know but that's one him moment now, in but two was, hours that's that's exactly true oh uh, well uh, okay one thing real quick with like uh the the preview sorry uh black panther and trailer in like huge theater oh my god i was the idiot in oh the yeah no i get it that was just it was great
0: to experience yeah. like full
1: yeah, I, but I think I got the people in my row like totally hyped. That's, that's what was fun is like all the trailers. <laughs> I was an idiot. You
0: can gauge your movie audience during the trailers and when everybody started cheering during Black Panther, I was like okay, I picked the right one. Like yeah. you want that theater to be yeah. lively and when this movie opened so big with the Peter Parker, like a film by the Peter film Parker. By Peter Parker! What a brilliant way to open a movie. That was great! It's literally the, the, the movie makers going, we know we failed you. This <laughs> is a movie by Peter Parker. Welcome to Spider-Man. Oh
1: man, when he was like, wait, my room that's that's my room too
0: <laughs> yeah like the whole movie had so many moments ripped from the comics that yeah. I, I don't know if I've This is such a bold statement. I'm not saying this is my favorite comic movie because I'd have to see it like 82 more times. Right. But I think this is the most visual cues and references that I've ever experienced as a film goer from comics. (laughs) Like, I've never had so many panels pop in my head. I've never had so many lines of dialogue. I've never had so many waves of nostalgia for reading comics. This felt like a comic book movie. Like, it had the Punisher, I mean, not the Punisher, the Prowler, (laughs) the Shocker, the Vulture, the Tinkerer, and it never felt bloated. Like this movie had like Batman and Robin number of villains but it didn't feel forced. That's incredible writing.
1: Yeah. And no, they all you, felt real. you didn't feel like it was like an, oh, let me slock this into yeah. there kind of a thing. And and then when it could have kind of felt a bit too many people, mm-hmm. they just killed one of them. Right. They, so who they, played,
0: they played they killed Montana. Like it just as he like he's a silly like enforcer <laughs> and they just threw like like that character would be.
1: Yeah. And the it's, the, it's dead now. He's the gone. comedy
0: man with Flash was so funny. Flash was great. I loved how they handled Flash. Yes!
1: Because yes, that I like that they took the essence of the characters and they made it into, and that's what we need it to mm-hmm. be—the essence of the characters. Because Flash is a uh, Flash is a character that is like he's a bully. Yeah, he's a bully, and he's he's well-to-do because part of one of his things is you know the fall from grace, which brings a lot to his character. Right,
0: he needs yeah. that, so yeah. they need to start him like this.
1: Yeah you have spider-man stealing his car his dad's car <laughs> commandeering <laughs> i'm sorry like commandeering the and car and destroying then it trashing it i was like oh my god and there were so oh my many god, moments that did not happen penis
0: parker was such a funny line <laughs> that is exactly how high school kids handle humor That is. it felt yes. like a high school joke yes. and it was so funny yeah like and and the way all the characters interacted like you actually cared about him and liz allen like you cared about mm-hmm. you felt his crush it wasn't an adult relationship like the problem i have with a lot of comic movies is everything is is already adult so you you know what that emotion feels like i forgot what it felt like when you were 15 to have a crush how like just like i don't want this feeling yeah. you felt that like no this no this is no.
1: all encompassing yeah, it's, it's everything. everything.
0: And you felt that for him.
1: Yeah. When he's
0: on the roof looking through and he's, like, putting on the spider suit. Like, I gotta go save the world. They're like, what?
1: And it's like, she's sitting right there. And then later on, where it's like, she invited him Mm -hmm. to the pool. And it's a pool and it's... You know, they're 15-year-old, yeah. you know, All them hormones, hormones he had to go to Washington. And it's like, yeah, no, he had to go to Washington. <laughs> this scene where he's trapped like...
0: training, which felt like the best video game I've never played. This scene where he's, like, <laughs> learning all the web shooter combos and stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, God, Karen. Let's Karen. talk about Karen. What a great Easter Jennifer egg. Jennifer Connelly. Oh the my wife
0: of Jarvis. <laughs> Jarvis's <laughs> wife played the lady in the suit, which is so good. Yes. Like, this probably has as... Is this the most Easter eggs? Because it feels like the most Easter eggs. There are so it's many Easter eggs so in this many movie. so
1: Fun! It's so much fun. And then like, oh, some people in the chat room. Uh, yeah, J Sop four. Uh, return stolen bike. Please take if this is your bike. Yeah, uh, the Spider Man notes.
0: Spider Man notes are so important because yes. that's like one of the weirdest things he does. He's like, I'll leave a note. Like, what a weird thing to do as a superhero. And he did it so many times in that movie. <laughs> did it. It's like,
1: what else is he going to really do? Oh, it's so good. You know, he doesn't have that. Uh, the contacts with the media or right. anything like that. To He's be a like. Kid. From- He's fifteen, and, and I he's love just trying to you know make it happen.
0: They didn't like the comics right now. The biggest problem I have with this Amazing Spider-Man, the flagship title in the comics, is they've made him a lot like Tony Stark, and that he's a world traveler and he's a billionaire and all those things that I don't like in my Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid of that with this movie, but it did a thing where it appealed to both. The Iron Spider suit is in it for the people <gasps> that love that, and the that, people that don't it looked so it good. good, But I'm so glad he didn't wear it. Like yeah. I'm so glad that we didn't get an Iron yeah. Spider movie because it's I, I not went, time um, yet.
1: Yeah, no, not time. And then um, I want to. Um, oh God, what's his name? Cho. Uh, was uh, what's the name of Med? Iron Spider? Oh, Iron Spider. Uh, well, well, we'll remember a chat room and let us know. But um, one of the, one of the things that um, I really liked about this also is that the the crime level was appropriate yeah, for, the for the movie. Kid. Yeah, it was. Where it's like, yeah, he's running around when he shoots a web with the straight out. Of the, there's
0: a comic where the, there's a kid in a big wheel and he shoots his web and there's nothing for it to grab onto. They got that frame exactly right in the movie, <laughs> and he just. They're literally comic frames come to life yeah. that moment was so spider-man he's a friendly he's, neighborhood he's, guy
1: he's running across the putting green like oh this, this sucks,
0: sucks. <sighs> perfect spider-man
1: Man. and like
0: the washington dc stuff was beautiful um the the level of explosion felt real like everything felt grounded and real and you felt like he was d- and like the comedy of that teacher that actor i love uh, i forget his name off the top of my head but like we can't lose another student on a field trip <laughs> Not, Not again! again. <laughs> like those jokes were so Spider-Man. Like it was so
1: funny, yeah. and it 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 was. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel uh, hack night or anything like that. It it was. It was perfect. It was really in there, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then there's so much more. I mean, okay, something I I wasn't completely on board with was with how much they were trying to shoehorn Aunt May into those like spectacles and stuff. <laughs> they yeah. were just really trying to you know a- drop a little. They were really trying to do that. I'm like, just let it happen. You cast her. You Aunt know Bae, who you cast keep Aunt May. You just <laughs> keep Aunt May. We it's know what fine. she is.
0: Missus May. Missus Ma- is too attractive to try to pretend like she's gonna be that Aunt May. She's ultimate Aunt May. Yeah,
1: and it's and it's absolutely okay to have older women that are super attractive uh, and that are just because just because someone's older doesn't mean they aren't attractive. Just, Marissa just let it for life. Just let it happen. Angela Bassett. Uh, just let it happen. Helen yeah. Maron. Just let it happen. <laughs> it's like there's not not that I'm trying to say that spectacles or whatever, but it's just like it, it felt gaggy mm-hmm. to me. And I just didn't want them to do that.
0: Did you have a problem with speaking about me? The, the lack of spider sense.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess the the most Spider-Sense that we got was when he was um, taking out the ATM robbers. When mm-hmm. he was dodging. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about it because there was so much controversy before the movie about the Spider-Sense thing. In my opinion, they can easily have him have Spider-Sense in the next one. He wasn't in danger with Aunt May and he wasn't in danger with Ned. He mm-hmm. trusts these people. They're not going to hurt him. If anything that shows that his Spider-Sense is for danger, the reason they said they didn't do it is because the other two franchises used it so much for cinematic, like, they didn't want to have that familiar visual. Right. I think that, like, he can just be honing his powers and get Spider-Sense. It didn't bother me, and I'm a pretty diehard Spider-Man fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, did that affect you?
1: Uh, No, 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 no. I was okay with that because uh, I, I needed him to get Hit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually that actually is one of my uh, my points with it. I, I felt like for somebody recovering from a concussion from, you know, where he basically knocked himself out. Yeah. You know, for him to then be in a battle with a vulture later and to be able to get back up after right, crashing adversity. a yeah. plane. I thought that they could have made that a little bit more woozy, realistic, you know, mm-hmm. I know he's a superhero, but still, yeah, he knocked himself out before. And
0: th- that scene, the, the 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 final battle, like with him on the airplane, which is straight out of Amazing Spider-Man number one, where he saves the freaking space capsule. The, <laughs> the scenes always felt like it was a kid. At no point, like you know, in superhero movies when they have a younger part and then they put like an adult in the stunt suit, yeah, like, no, he felt he
1: felt, he like, felt like a like
0: kid t- throughout. And he's
1: like twenty something plus, he just, right? turned 21. just turned twenty one, just turned twenty one. Yeah, no, he felt like a he felt throughout. like a kid. <laughs> it felt it felt good. It was was good and
0: like ned was hilarious um, Oh my god! i was unprepared for spider-man <laughs> to have a best friend because it's like
1: the, the man in the
0: chair the the ba- man the batman the chair. reference was so like that oh. whole like there were so many moments that i just didn't expect to love as much as i did mm-hmm. like i knew i'd love this movie but it like it's probably the most rewatchable superhero movie in a long time because of the tone the humor the style the easter eggs there's so much in this thing yeah. like there's license plate jokes when was the last time we got to like make that exciting <laughs>
1: Uh, and I will just say with uh, Zendaya, uh, so I, I know, I know you caught it. It mm-hmm. was like really close to the end after she's made, you know, captain of the new uh, decathlon. And it's like, uh, yay yay Michelle, Michelle. And she goes, yeah, well, you know, my friends call me MJ.
0: Which, <laughs> we'll, which
1: we'll see. Kevin Feige said she's not friends? Mary Jane. Well, you know what? She, uh, said she's she makes a Perfect. Mary I mean, we Jane. we've
0: been talking about this for what two years? Like yeah. since she was cast, we've been saying Mary Jane. She's
1: she's perfect. Just like so it's all way of her singers, oh all God, of her singers, so like the entire movie. It's like, where where are you going, Peter? I mean, you're you're running off. <laughs> I forget it. I don't care. Just she, go. <laughs> that
0: character was such a fun like dark humor or like dry humor compared to everyone else's being mm-hmm. like that straight man to the comedy was so funny and so perfect yeah like that i i wouldn't change nothing like there, mm-hmm. i have no real like foibles with the movie like I, I i rarely don't have a problem with anything
1: yeah like uh ollie says in the chat room uh when she flipped peter off at the dance <laughs> Yes. After, you know, that moment after he's like, he realizes who Toomes is and it's like, oh my God, I just want to enjoy the dance with the girl. Mm -hmm. You know, she's my crush and she's going to and then standing there and then. Yeah, all of his friends are looking like, hey, what are you doing, Peter? Come that on, car
0: listen. scene leading up to the dance between, like, oh. the vulture, Liz Allen, and Spider-Man was the like, best comic I've never read. Oh,
1: it knocked me out. It
0: felt like a scene you'd read, and the tension was there and everything, and it's just, it was so Spider-Man.
1: And you know what I loved about it is that it felt completely right it mm-hmm. felt legit because yes an adult would figure your this voice out. sounds
0: familiar like that's the biggest every superhero has that problem <laughs> and they called it out movie one like movie <laughs> one and the post-credit scenes uh we gotta talk about those the post-credit scene where basically the scorpion's like hey vulture i know you know who spider-man is that's a sentence i got to say in real life just now the scorpion got to talk to the vulture in prison about who spider-man is and it didn't feel forced no how cool is that
1: yeah and I loved his answer mm-hmm. where he was like, if I knew, he'd already be And dead. that
0: smirk, like the smirk, mm-hmm. which can go either like revenge or he saved my life, so I respect him. I love that Michael Keaton, Like like we said, we felt for him that goes either way. The movie ends on a note where it can be like is the vulture going to be a big bad later or does he he saved his daughter in his life? Like where does it go?
1: Yeah, I think it was totally he was thinking about his family again. Yeah, Because think about That's it the if, character. They, if they know that it's Spider-Man uh, that Spider-Man is Peter Parker and that Peter Parker took her to that dance and they're like oh, let's go after her yeah. to get I mean it's uh, it's a no brainer. If you're a bad guy you're going to go after the people that they love. And
0: I love the scorpion like had that thing in his arm like in that like thing to help him walk because that ties right into the exoskeleton suit. Which because I'm yeah. gonna make him the Scorpion,
1: man. When when it looked like he went under the boat at first, I was like, No, wait, what? Mac what garden are you doing? don't
0: ruin that. Don't Mac. Don't, yeah.
1: don't kill the Scorpion. I know
0: you killed the Shocker, but uh... <laughs> that's the thing is like the villains felt like thugs and disposable until they weren't, which yes. is real life. Things yeah. are what they are until they evolve, and these characters are just evolved. That's how you make a Sinister Six. That's how you make a shared universe movie. You have these characters get more important and get bigger. This could completely start a shared universe. Like there's so yeah. many characters introduced. This could be a thing.
1: Do you think that this is a universe that Venom could eventually uh, exist in? I'm thinking, like, two movies from now. Yeah. Down the road? Yeah. Where it feels like it could get that heavy.
0: I think it could get... I think once he's out of high school. I think, you know, (laughs) the the junior year movie, the senior year movie, get some college, and then go. Like, movie four? Yeah. Yeah. But, like... The number of villains they set up, they, it's Spider-Man's rogues gallery is enormous. Mm-hmm. And this was really cool to see them do that right. And like the Aunt May, la, the last <laughs> moment, that last line of dialogue, like what the F Aunt May is. its like, what
1: the fuck? What a great <laughs> way to end a
0: comedy superhero movie.
1: Uh, it was, weird. you would think that he would learn to stop taking off his mask <laughs> and
0: his throat. And the parallel to Iron Man to that, the movie oh, ended the opposite yeah. of Iron Man.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. How We're cool so- is that? It's Iron Man happens. literally
0: goes, "I'm Iron Man." This yeah. movie ends with what the f aunt may. That's a beautiful like because they're mm-hmm. setting up that like father son relationship, and the movie ends with that father son <laughs> relationship. The, the The levels of this movie are just I, I whoever like the team that wrote this. Those six writers are just brilliant um and the cap scene at the end guys the post post credit scene <laughs> yeah. was so funny and getting trolled by captain america is something i never thought i'd experience <laughs> that was great hannibal burris line about like yeah, he's a war criminal now but the state says i gotta show it like hannibal burris just like
1: perfect that was perfect i would change perfect nothing. delivery the oh the, the
0: principal being the grandson of the howling commander did you see that
1: no i i oh i saw that um I loved that they showed, like, that history with the Mm -hmm. principal that he was obviously a a well-decorated veteran. And I loved that. I didn't catch. The picture behind him was of his
0: grandfather, who served with Cap in Cap 1, because it's the same actor.
1: Oh, my god! The actor that plays the
0: principal played a Howling Commando in Captain Marvel 1. So he has a picture of himself.
1: From that Cat is One, fantastic! What
0: a, like that's an Easter egg on an Easter egg. That's, like, that's beautiful. That's like an incepted hatchling.
1: Okay, that kind of care is what we love. That's what we respond right. to. How funny is that? <laughs> that's fanta- There's so I, many I details just, like that. I just saw that as really great, um, like world building. Yeah, world building. I was like, yeah, it's not just some <laughs> random principal that <laughs> has to make a joke or be like, okay, you're a good Howling kid. Amanda it's like he's a veteran. <laughs> it's
0: like. And then, like, yeah. having having the science world, like the Bruce Banner mentioned, having the, the, the Sokovia Accords mentioned in a class. Yes. Like, all of that attention. To, there was no throwaway dialogue in this movie.
1: No, no. it's It was, oh, uh, okay, just reading some things in the chat room. Um, uh, Hugh Mungby, uh, Peter's in- <laughs> interrogation voice killed me. <laughs> talk yes, about oh my we god, that
0: was so funny. The Donald Glover scene, like... <laughs> That scene was like a little mini movie. Tell me what you know. (laughs) You got to get better at this, man. Yeah, it's like
1: this part, this part of your job, Mm -hmm. you have to get better at this. And I would now watch a
0: Prowler movie because that one scene. That's going to be a shared universe. Like, I would watch any of these characters. Like, I think Scorpion, so my theory Mm -hmm. is Scorpion is going to be in Black Cat. uh, And I think Scorpion is going to be a bigger universe shared thing guy because of how they're building him. Because he's great on Better Call Saul. So I think that actor is going to be a big connecting tissue along with Venom, along with these characters. And I think I think we might eventually get Sinister Six, which would be incredible. Anything <laughs> um, you didn't like?
1: Uh, well, I said about uh, the Aunt May, like, <laughs> trying to gag up the age thing. I think we've got an ageism thing that, like, just happens with, uh, with movies in general, especially when it pertains to women. Um, let's see, something else that I didn't particularly enjoy... Uh, no, I already said about how I wish that there had been a bit more battering, mm-hmm. you know, like with him as a, you know, you know, filling up mm-hmm. that, um, his whole Superman, uh, Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Superhero. I like how Superhero minimalist Tony things.
0: Stark was. I like how we, we yeah. said that this is probably all he's in is what he's in the trailer. And he had like one more scene and I liked mm-hmm. that. I love Pepper coming back.
1: Yeah, I love that she was just in that part. And it's like, well, what are, we have all these people. I'll be like, hey, you still have that ring since 2008.
0: So good. <laughs> and that scene is literally what leads into the Civil War scene of Spider-Man. Like, when he yeah. unmasks. I love that they literally had a, a comic reference outside of a door. Like, had uh, had that choice been made, it was like, and here's this comic scene. Oh, nope, next time. It's
1: like, nope, next time. Uh, I, I Something that I didn't like, but not with the movie, but something mm-hmm. I just didn't like with adults. The way that they treated him <laughs> so much like a kid and, like, did not let him in on anything mm-hmm. where he's just giving nightly reports he's just texting happy and he's hearing nothing back yeah okay uh, adults are dicks because right. I'm very certain but that i done that dicks. in the past yeah. yeah where it's just like oh okay calm down kids. when do you listen to you a 15 know? year
0: old that are true you know
1: what I mean like uh, that thing is, yeah. it's very and that was yeah. such a fun
0: different movie because yeah. of that it was John Hughes. Like, the uh, the scenes of him talking to Liz in that hallway, mm-hmm. like, that moment of, like, when he walks by her, like, oh, I, I gotta go find you. <laughs> like, there were so many moments that were so real, and, and I don't know, this was, this was up there with Winter Soldier for me.
1: Okay, I know something that I didn't like. I didn't like that Tinkerer was the only other smart bad guy besides for uh, Victor, uh, uh, aside from Tombs being, mm-hmm. you know, um, I wanted Shocker to be smart. Okay. I really wanted that with, um... um would uh Bo-keem. Bo-keem, yeah. Bo-keem woodbine i i i wanted him to be smart just because uh from uh, from when you and uh, Landis were on here before, oh, you know, I love all of the so Shocker so much. Stuff. I you know researched a bit more Shocker he's and it's great. like and it's like yeah no he was he's intelligent he mm-hmm. he built that in prison you know kind of a thing and I just didn't <laughs> was the didn't get thing, any of that. The
0: first thing I told Max when I got out of the movie yeah. was like, bro, Shocker, they did it, they got Shocker. Because I think the next movie and if they bring Bokeem Woodbine back for Shocker, it'll be mm-hmm. like that merciless, calculated, gotta get it. His I tenacity want, is what I, Shocker is. Yeah,
1: I want them to up. I want them to up that. I, can see I that. really do. Because it was just a, a, a bit too, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. just throw away. Right, it was just right. a bit too throw away. So kill the first one, great. Have this one turn that up. And he, I think he's swinging up.
0: I think yeah. that he definitely was more that than than almost Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I think that direction's going in that way. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I I love that they use the vulture like they do in the comics. I love him like flying and attacking like a vulture. <laughs> and I love every speech he had had like a scavenger theme to it. Uh-huh. That big speech when they were like that big wide... When Michael Keaton was on this side of the room and he was threatening him on this side of the room, how powerful he felt when he was leaning against a thing, talking about scavenging. Like every character felt like a comic villain, but not cheesy.
1: It was yeah, it was it was solid. It was really good. It was super enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to take friends that aren't interested in seeing any Marvel movie. That's a good. That's a great
0: like mid range.
1: This is the one. I won't take you to see Civil War because yeah, it's. You'll be sitting there kind of like looking at me through your you know, side Sepedia eye
0: course. until they get to the
1: Black Panther part and then they'll be on board because everybody is. <laughs>
0: Those 20 minutes, <laughs> full attention, guys.
1: And then the Spider-Man part in yeah. that. I would show them Spider Man Homecoming and be like, hey, you want to watch Civil War? Spider Man. That's it. it. And there's
0: literally a scene in Spider Man Homecoming showing Civil War. So you can so. show them the other side of that camera angle. So
1: there
0: you go. Um, so, yeah, guys, I yeah. mean, I I personally, uh, ah. it's the one I want to talk about most. So, by all means, guys, tweet, Instagram, contact us. We want to talk about this movie. Yes, tweet um, us.
1: Let's talk about this. There's so much Every more. Every little bit.
0: There's so much more. There's I could, so
1: much more. This I mean, is just what we could cover right now in the time that yeah, we have. Yeah, no, did. that's what I just yeah. realized what
0: time it was. was. Uh, so basically, guys, it's an hour and 45 minute movie. I could talk about it for an hour and 45. So please reach out. We'll talk more. Uh, I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. I do Insta reviews on Instagram, and I basically try to give you guys all the info. And uh, I will be doing two or three on Spider-Man constantly. And you can be found where?
1: Uh, are we gonna do. Mary? We don't have any time for. We Mary don't have time for uh, Sorry. We'll, uh, we'll s- next give week. Shout-outs we'll give, on yeah. Twitter and, uh, all and such.
0: There's birthdays. Gamer girl's birthday. Gamer girl's been OG since episode one. So gamer girl, very special birthday. There's a few others. Uh, do you want to? want to run uh, real turns, quick? Do you want to
1: do that? Uh, okay. Uh, for shout outs, I don't have uh, birthdays particular in this. I have a, a list of shout outs. Okay. Oh, okay. I have a uh, uh, the the Emmanuel Fuentes at Star Wars nerd nine. Happy Sunday birthday. was my birthday. Can I maybe have a special coy sexy shout out? Uh, we speed don't speed sexy. Happy
0: birthday. <laughs> Yeah, baby. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes there's a quickie. Uh so um <laughs> uh, otherwise than that, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty, M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Um and I yeah, I think I said at the top about my Snapchat mm-hmm. that I yeah. Um
0: yeah, and um, the mighty guy two four two one, happy birthday, Josh Pearson, happy birthday, uh, Daryl Fed- Feldman sent me an amazing mural, and lastly, I did Jesus uh, Take the Wheels podcast. It was much, so much fun. We'll do, we'll make time for shout-outs next week because we yes. got a few that we want to catch you guys. Yes. We are out of time. Uh, Spider Man's amazing. Go see it. Tweet us. We love you guys. And thanks. That's all this week. Bye.